Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We're going to talk now to Brandon Judge. He's president of the Border. Judd. Sorry, Brandon Judd, uh, president of the Border Patrol Council. It's, he represents uh, all the Border Patrol agents uh, working along the southwest Mexican border. And, of course, they're overwhelmed uh, with uh, $2 million a year since Joe Biden took over. And now they're getting rid of Title 42, which was the uh, health provision that allowed... Uh, many of these illegal immigrants be turned around and sent back, uh, you know, claiming that we've got a COVID emergency. Well, the COVID emergency is over. Title 42 is over. And now people are lined up by the thousands and thousands waiting to get in as soon as this is officially lifted, which I think is Wednesday. Yeah, Uh, it's coming up within a week. Yeah. All right. So let's get uh, Brandon Judd on. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing well. Hey, I wish I was a judge. If I was, I'd be sending all these people back. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, sorry, I have the, I'm just I have the baseball channel on, and they you're just doing, like Ashley Judd. They yeah. were doing something on hey, Aaron hey, Judge, so it was on my mind. Ashley Judd and I are kissing cousins. Um, I don't, I don't, I, I have no problem admitting that. Oh, that's but nice. hey, look, I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a lowly border patrol agent. Um, so you know, I, I just can't. Unfortunately, with this administration, I just can't send these people back because they just won't let us. That's just the situation that we face today. What? How bad is it going to be? Because sometimes I wonder if uh, the media starts well, hyping and the number keeps going up and up and up. No. What's a What's a reasonable estimate there, of what the border agents are going to seek come Wednesday? The, there's absolutely no hype. In fact, I I feel that the media just isn't talking about this enough. Um, 
when you look at uh, what what a typical month should be, and you know, if you look under Bush, Obama, even going back to Clinton, a typical month we should be apprehending anywhere between 1,000 to 1,500 people a day. Right now, we're at 8,000 people per day. Our resources are stretched nearly to the breaking point at 3,000 people, but we're at 8,000 people. What that means is we only have, we start our shifts right now with only about 40% of our resources that are actually patrolling the border. Once Title 42 goes away and the numbers easily are going to jump up to 12,000, potentially even 14,000, that means we're basically going to have no agents in the field patrolling the border. Right now, the cartels control certain stretches of our border because they they know that all they have to do is flood our resources, pull our agents out of the field. And when they do that, they're able to cross our higher value products, whether that's drugs, whether that's criminal aliens, whether that's aliens from special interest countries. Once the numbers jump up to 12,000, we will basically have nobody in the field patrolling the border and the cartels will control the entire 2,000 miles of southwest border. You know, this is moving beyond just – you know, they, they like to use a humanitarian angle to cover what they're doing, right? It, helping helping poor people. Right. But now it's really getting into a, a national security issue because nobody knows who's coming over the border. And the drug cartel is profiting by the billions of dollars. I mean, we are cr- creating a monster at the border. And they now actually control U.S. territory along the border. And, absolutely, and absolutely. I, I mean, I don't understand how this is going to work. How, how is any of this good for us? It's not. It, but, but the problem is, is the mainstream media doesn't cover it. So when you get the press secretary getting up there, the White House press secretary, she gets up there and she lies to the American people every single day. She says that there is no problem. She says the Biden administration is doing everything that they can. Um, she tells all these lies. And because the mainstream media doesn't fact check her, those lies become the truth. And if the American people don't understand what's going on, they're not going to push back against their politicians. You know, it's amazing because I travel around the country. I have to go to, to many different places. And I'm amazed at how many people have no idea what's going on in the southwest border. And they don't know because the media covers up for this administration. Oh, they don't, they don't even know what Title 42 is. Let me ask you this, Brandon. These thousands that you described at the border – What's the breakout between those who are actually applying for asylum and those entering illegally between those thousands of groups? Is that what you're counting there? So, so the, the vast majority of them are claiming asylum because they know that, they're, that they can gain the system. That's how, they, that's how they exploit the loopholes. It's by claiming asylum. And the reason why I say this was never a humanitarian crisis is because the vast majority of those people do not have a legitimate claim. All you have to do is look at um, how many people are uh, – what, what percentage of the, the people that claim asylum – are adjudicated in their in their favor. When they actually see a judge, it's only between seven to fourteen percent of the people um, actually are found to have a legitimate claim. But they know that all they have to do is say, "I fear going back to my country," and and using those buzzwords, they get released into the United States. That's why it was never a humanitarian crisis. It would be if 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 the if the majority of these people actually had a legitimate claim. Unfortunately, they don't. They're just they're they're gaming the loopholes that exist in our laws. And I think Obama even said that once. But the way the mainstream media is playing it, Brandon, is they're saying, oh, those countries are unstable. There's gang violence there. And then they interview somebody whose cousin was killed by a gang member. And we have to leave because our lives are in danger. That's how they play the story. 
But that's not so. So you, you, we have to understand that just because there's gang violence, that does not qualify under asylum. You have to be persecuted. You have to fear for your life because of persecution, because of of, of certain. You know, believe it or not, you um the the LGBTQ um population is actually um they would be. Uh, people that would that would um, be able to claim asylum if they're being persecuted. You have to fear for your life because of persecution or torture, um, or or you can't get jobs because um, of your religion or you know uh, your race. Certain things like that. That's what qualifies for asylum. Not just because you fear for gangs. If that was the case, you wouldn't even be able to come to the United States. All you have to do is look at what's going on in Chicago. Alone, I mean, we ha- we have a higher murder rate in Chicago than a great many people uh, um, that are coming from certain countries um, that are claiming asylum. Well, now, uh, the Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas was there this week, huh? Meeting with some agents in El Paso. Yeah, he was he was there meeting with management. And that was a complete joke. And and look, I, I mean, I am so thankful. They actually push back against him, just like agents have every single time he comes to the border. Um, you know, they called him on his lies that the border was was secured and he 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 even lied to them and said i never said that well we we've got audio of it what we're not supposed to believe our own ears every everything is about propaganda now everything is about saying the opposite to deflect uh within the within a conversation right it's it's it's, that's that's all everybody is doing that's what biden does that's what his uh, press secretary does that's what mayorkas does they just lie all day to bat it back at you he he was in el paso with the subject of a big story in the wall street journal today migrant surge at border strains el paso i mean more than five thousand people were housed there on wednesday that's incredible that's not that big a city well, well so so let's talk about our capacity right there we only have the capacity to hold um, no more than 1,500 people, yet we had 5,700 in custody. 5,700. That's not humane. You hear the AOCs that go down there and cry under the Trump administration. Oh, they're running concentration camps. Where's AOC right now? Why isn't she going down there and calling out Biden? We're holding 57. We, we were holding 5,700 people, and we only have the capacity for 1,500. That's crazy. What do you think this is really about? Why would there not be any policies to try to, you know, constrain this? It, it's all about their open border base. They know that they have to try to get people to the polls. Um, and and unfortunately, their base is all about open borders. Their base is this about is, this, this is the act, the activist so, crowd. This is the far left progressive is. woke crowd. The very far left. The very far left keeps keep pushing this. But, They're but very, the, very loud. They're very vocal. It's a small number of people it, that have it these is, views. It is, but everybody's worried about primaries in the Democrat Party. I mean, look at look at Senator Sinema. She just switched parties because she knew that the that the far left was going to primary her. Um, so she just went to independent to to avoid that primary because she knows that the far left. The far left is what gets out to vote, and that's and, what the, the the administration is pandering to. And They're they've infiltrated. Well, they've infiltrated a lot of the administration, have they not? Oh They're, yeah, they, yeah. All you have to do is look at DHS. DHS is filled with activists. Activists permeate DHS. The the West Wing um, is filled with activists. Open border activists. Um, ag- you know, the world culture activists. That that's that's all this administration is about. World it's culture. About 
I haven't heard that term. Well, woke, 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 woke culture. culture. I'm okay, I'm sick. I'm sick. Well, well, yeah. I mean, Brandon. I mean, there's some belief that America owes this to the world, right? Because we're one of the wealthiest nations. We need to open our borders to all the poor and take them in, because uh, that's our responsibility. It seems to be their philosophy. Well, because... but, but, what's, but what's sick about that is we are already the most generous country in the world. We are the most compassionate country in the world, but we also get taken advantage of more than any country in the world. And you're, you're right. Everybody does point to us and say we, we're supposed to be fixing all of the wrongs that, that exist in this world today. All right, Brandon, it's always good to talk to you. Uh, you, you sound it's gonna be pretty quite, stressed. Quite a week <laughs> next week. It will be. It will right. be. Hey, it was great speaking with y'all. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, have a right, Merry that Christmas. Is Brandon Judd, he is the president of the National Border Patrol Council, which is the union for the Border Patrol agents. And uh, even though we talked earlier this year about the stresses at the border, nothing bigger than what we're seeing now. You heard his numbers. And with Title 42 about to end, people are getting a head start. They're already coming to the border, lining up with asylum requests. More coming up. John and Ken. KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. 2,500 migrants are arriving every day into El Paso, Texas. That's, they're just overwhelmed. People are sleeping outside. There's no room to house them. We just talked to uh, Brandon Judd of the National Border Patrol Council, the Union for Border Patrol Agents. The expiration of Title 42 is imminent. In fact, the date is December 21st, so that's next Wednesday. And this afternoon, a U.S. District Judge by the name of Emmett Sullivan, who originally set that deadline to end the protocols, turned back an effort by several Republican-led states to continue Title 42 until they can come up with something to replace it to stop this overwhelming flow of migrants. And the judge said no. And of course, the ACLU was there to fight on the side of getting rid of Title 42. And say, oh, the Republicans are hypocritical. They didn't like COVID restrictions, but now they don't want to lift a COVID restriction. It kind of a whole apples and oranges thing going on there between the border and lockdowns on people in this country who are here legally and going about their lives. I mean, really? All right, well, we've come to the time where we're going to be playing the last of the moist line for 2022. Two parts now and about 30 minutes from now. That's it. We'll be back in 23. You can reach the Moist Line through the iHeartRadio app or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. Hey, this is John. And this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. Gas prices are coming down. It's great. Love to see it getting almost back to normal. But is it because of Putin's war that they're coming down? Because we were told it was Putin's war that drove the prices up. So yeah. just wanted to know who to give credit to. You know it wasn't Biden. I think it's Mitch China. Mitch, Karen Bass, have some time. Let's give her some years. Let's see what she can truly do. But what I would be more important or what would be more important for me was how can we find that paper trail, how the funds are spent, where the funds are spent. That's what really needs to be investigated. Please tell me why the governor of California has closed prisons and there's all these goofy legislative driven resentencing hearings. Would somebody please tell me how this makes sense because all it's doing is putting violent offenders on the streets of California. Makes sense, but a Doesn't lot of people sense. from LA are moving to Vegas because it, it's, it's such a similar experience being there. I was just there this weekend and, and walking down the strip with my family, and I got a meth addict homeless person walking up to me screaming, telling me to get out of your territory. And it just made me feel like I was right back in yeah, LA. There you go. So, as a community activist, the same as a community organizer, because if it is, that stay at home dad should run for president. 
Did you ever think in your life that you would be defending Kevin DeLeon? Seriously. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's funny. I yield my time. John, I don't know why you put it with that kind of crap at that bagel shop you go to every day, but those got to be some good f***ing bagels. Hey, this is your friendly neighborhood coyote. Chihuahua tastes like chicken. Doesn't this Karen Bass emergency declaration basically just mean that she can do no-bid contracts to her friends? I am wagering that Gavin Newsom's only purpose down at the border was to make various video clips so that when he runs for president, he can claim some victory or that he's done something even though he's ruining the state and has done nothing. They california up our Arizona. They actually voted in a Democratic governor. And you're talking about the border wall with the containers? Yeah, she doesn't like them, and she's pulling them down as soon as she can. You watch. Yeah, if the only thing that P-22 is doing wrong now that he's sick is eating chihuahuas, I say let him go. Live out of oh. golden years doing what he loves, you know? Just eating stupid, <laughs> annoying chihuahuas. Good riddance. Gosh, doesn't Deborah Mark watch the cartoons Wiley e. Coyote? He's way smarter than Bugs Bunny. You better open up them nut houses because that's the state of emergency because most of the homeless on the street is nuts. Yes, for years, you guys have talked about the open borders crowd. The Republican National Party needs to listen to you because now they've got the open borders and you've been talking about it for years. I was in federal prison for six and a half years, and there's plenty of vegans in prison, and they have a vegan menu. See? Karen Bass is now our mayor. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. <laughs> you just got fooled again. Buddha boy should have driven an electric car all those places to show how fantastic the infrastructure is. I have a club that I put on my steering wheel because I drive a Kia and I don't want it to get stolen. That's one of my weapons. I also have pepper gel, a flashlight that has a taser on it, and mm. a small switchblade. And I always have all these things on my person and She's in my ready. car at all times because L.A. Deborah Mark, this is Samuel Bankman Freed, and I'm in Bahamas prison, and you're a vegan like me. Can you mail me some vegetables? I already smuggled some avocados up my... I'm going to run out of vegetables. Please, Deborah. When there's an emergency, first thing you do is triage. How about they do a damn triage? Out in the desert, gated property, get everybody off the streets, and do a triage. Send the people who need housing into housing, and the ones that need hospital help, yes. send them to a hospital, mental hospital. It's not that hard. Why don't you guys just see if you can be put in a zoo? Has anyone ever thought of a zoo? He can be protected there, and he could, you know, be a celebrity that everyone would draw attention. Everybody would want to come out and see him. Thank you for leaving your message. Please hang up. Goodbye. Deborah Mark, you're going to send a food box to oh, Sam yeah. Bankman Free in Bahamas? Absolutely, yes. I'm going to send some extra avocados, too. Yeah, your greatest hits of vegetables and fruits. <laughs> you're really a vegetable person more than fruits, right? I am. You don't talk about fruits much. Pomegranates and apples and bananas and oh, mangoes okay. yeah, and strawberries and blueberries. Avocado. All right, all right. You still like uh, avocados best. Though, oh, huh? my favorite. In fact, somebody asked me what my last meal would be if I was ever convicted and if I was on death row. Oh, Great, yeah? Crazy thing. I, I said avocado toast. Toast. Yeah, you always talk about avocado toast. Yes. It's for the elites. My favorite.
favorite. I don't know if it's for the elites. I mean, oh, you can... it's it's usually in the higher end restaurants because it's something that the uh, the elites like to eat. Yeah, it's but like... I make it at home. I just grab a piece of bread and slap some avocado, add some tomato and an onion, and mm, delicious. All right there, you go from the vegan. <laughs> it's their hottest dish. Uh, we got another round of the Moist Line coming up to end the show. It'll be the end of the Moist Line, people, for 2022. Coming up next, ah, just when you thought the whole election thing was over from November, maybe there's something to talk about. My guest will be Carl DeMaio from Reform California. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Bienvenido a Kaiser Permanente. El doctor ya te puede ver. Verá que aunque eres muy activo, ahora te cansas más rápido de lo normal. Verá que a menudo almuerzas comida rápida. Verá que pones a tu familia primero y tu salud tiende a caer en segundo o tercer lugar. Y claro que verá que tienes el azúcar alto, igual que tu papá. En Kaiser Permanente trabajamos juntos para ver todo lo que tú eres y darte el cuidado que tú mereces. Kaiser Permanente, para todo lo que tú eres. The final play of Moist Line Calls will come up in about 15 minutes from now. Stand by for that. We, you never know what's in there. Maybe more Deborah Mark Vegan calls. We'll just have to see. Mm. Uh, right now, we turn our attention back to the election of November. And this is a project called Audit the Rejected Ballot Signatures in California. This could be the first step in finding out evidence of fraudulently harvested ballots in the state. To explain all this, Carl DeMaio, he is on a radio station, Kogo in San Diego, Reform California. Carl, welcome back to the show. Hey, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. All right, so explain what you are, your group are looking to do with this audit. So, look, the way in which we do elections in California should never be done anywhere. Not even in a third world banana republic would this be acceptable. But um, we have outdated voter rolls uh, that we then use to mail everybody on those lists a ballot. The ballots go out, then they come back in using ballot harvesting. So we don't know chain of custody. Right. And then signatures are not very well reviewed and, and scrutinized so that we now have uh, a, 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 an election where we can't really be comfortable that the people returning ballots are the actual voters that those ballots belong to. So what we started at the Transparency Foundation, which is a 501c3, uh, is, a, is a project to encourage people to review the voter lists to see if there are ineligible people on those lists and flag those. But then also to take the list of rejected ballots. And every county uh, has to provide as a matter of public record the list of any ballot that they've rejected because signatures either don't match or the person didn't sign it at all. And so uh, right after the election in all these close races, like in the Mike Garcia race up in L.A. or the um, 
uh, Assembly District 40 race in Santa Clarita with Suzette uh, Valadares, the the uh, campaigns on both sides in these close races would go out and try to contact the voters whose ballots got rejected because signatures weren't matched or uh, they didn't return with any signature. And then they, they can cure those ballots. And that's legal. There's nothing wrong about that. Well, we're asking the question of all of the ballots that were rejected, which did not get confirmed. Right. I mean, if someone emailed you or mailed you from the county of Los Angeles and said, hey, uh, your ballot was rejected, uh, did you vote? If you did vote and if you want your, your ballot to count, all you have to do is sign this sheet of paper and send it back. And, of course, campaigns are knocking on your door in those target areas. So what we want to do is identify which ballots are left on the cutting room floor, which ballots, after repeated attempts, did voters not verify was actually uh, uh, submitted by them. And we've actually found examples of people who have said, I didn't, I didn't vote this. This isn't my signature. And so we are actually documenting that. And uh, as part of the audit, we want to go after every single ballot we can verify was not appropriately submitted and then publicize that. And if there is a widespread uh, effort going on, we believe that this audit should be able to detect that. And what's your hunch about this? Because what we're seeing now with this all mail-in thing is an extraordinary number of votes. Uh, I mean, you look at the yes. presidential race in 2020, Joe Biden got 80 million votes. No one's ever come close to that in presidential population history. So uh, in California, I don't know if the number of uh, votes are way up since they did this all mail-in, but I suspect it could be. You know, one of the things we did back in uh, um, uh, the early part of this year is I had the team pull the recall numbers for San Diego County. So we started out in San Diego County with a with a test. And we said, let's find everyone who voted by mail with a mail-in ballot who did not vote in 2020, 2018, 2016. Right. So in other words, these are people, these are people who returned a ballot in the recall election, but they were registered prior to 2016, but they didn't have enough motivation to vote in the 2016 election, nor in the 2018 election nor in the greatest turnout we've ever had in the 2020 election, but somehow they decided to return a ballot for Gavin Newsom, <laughs> yeah, you know, that business. they were so excited. So I said, you know, how many? You know, my guess was that we'd be, we'd be able to find maybe a couple dozen in, a, in, in San Diego County. No, it was about 8,000 ballots. Oh, that is and suspicious. So, yeah, yeah you, you can't tell me that there are 8,000 people out there who skipped those presidential elections, were registered the whole time, and then suddenly decided, gee, I'm so interested in this recall in Gavin Newsom that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote. Some of them probably did, but I don't think it's widespread. So what we're doing is we're taking – and it's, it's almost impossible to prove how many ballots were returned ineligibly or illegally or uh, without the permission of the voter. But if we can identify using these sorts of audits – uh, enough ballots, then what it shows is that the system is not secure, um, that that clearly doing all mail-in ballot elections is not the way to go, and that we're going to be able to go into a courtroom and present this and say, we think that the, the court needs to intervene and impose some sort of internal control, better internal controls on the way we do elections. So that's our goal. 
And I would love to be proved wrong. I would love to be able to come out and say, hey, guys, we looked at it all. And, you know, there's some things that don't seem to match, but all in all, not enough here to say that this is widespread. But I doubt that's going to be the case. And so the campaign is Secure the Vote California 2022. How can people find out more? They can go to the website electionintegrityca.org, electionintegrityca.org. Uh, or dot com. It goes to uh, to the website where they can get more information. All right, Carl. Thank you very much for joining me. And please come back if you find anything good, because this sounds interesting. Ab- absolutely, we will be issuing a report, so you guys will be the first to get it. All right, Carl DeMaio, Cogo Radio, also Reform California, and I like this. His group wants to take a closer look at ballots that were rejected because signatures didn't match or the person didn't sign. Specifically, after repeated contacts by county election offices, there apparently was no response. Could this be evidence of ballot harvesting fraud? And that's what they're looking at as they're questioning, as many people do, this all mail-in voting system, which probably opens the door to a lot of possibilities. All right, when I return, all that's left for today's show and the week is to play the last Sadly, moist line calls of 2022. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. A couple of things. It looks like the uh, very whiny, upset uh, college graduate students who work in the UC system have settled their strike with uh, the UC administrators. So that may be over with. The Times is trying to make that out to seem like it was <laughs> devastating to the campuses. But uh, anyway. That distraction's gone. Uh, a reminder that the uh, Google 2022 results will be announced our first show of the new year. It's going to be tough for anybody to beat Aaron Carter. The 34-year-old singer, of course, died of a drug overdose. Uh, this just happened in November in Lancaster. And uh, since it's a point system, we understand a couple of listeners did submit his name. So they appear to have the inside track. At least for first place, we do always give out prizes for people who get three for three in guessing those who will pass away in the year 2022. But, right, there's still a couple of weeks left of the year. A lot could happen. All right, let's go out the door with the Moist Line. This is the final play for 2022 of Moist Line callers, but have no fear. They'll be back in 2023. You can use the iHeartRadio app. You can call the toll-free number. Leave a message. One eight seven seven Moist eighty six. Hey, this is John, and this is Ken. We're so excited to hear from you. It's about time. It's good to know that back when I was unemployed in my twenties, living in my parents' house, I wasn't a, a lazy layabout uh, leech. I was a stay-at-home son. Do you think that L.A. really wants to solve the homeless issue? If there was actually a resolution to that, what would happen with all that money, all the no-bid contracts? They want to keep this thing perpetuated. You guys are going to be real mad at me, but I applied to the jobs available by Karen Bass, and she opened up the portal to hire new people, yeah. even though she's keeping the previous administration. I'm going to go help her with this state of emergency. So I will keep you posted, yeah, Johnny Ken. I was just in Walmart, and they have one person doing the checking. It's the Christmas holidays, and everything else is self-service. The lady behind me said, I did not realize I was working here. I did not apply for a job. Why am I having to do my own checkout? What the hell happened to customer service? 
Okay, man, who in their right mind would live on the west side of L.A. or the valley? I left Calabasas in the 101 at a little after 11 o'clock. It is now almost 1, and I finally made it to Slauson on the 405. I think I'd be a little bit worried about this mandate from the new mayor. I mean, the last time somebody pulled some garbage like that, we all had to wear masks. So what's she going to mandate? Blinders so we can't see the homeless? I cannot believe this. I'm a 59-year-old native Angelino, and I don't recognize anything anymore. Everything's crazy. Up is down, right is wrong, black is white. And I'm not even drunk yet. It's three in the afternoon. Just a little insight on the homeless shelters. I used to be homeless, and man, some of these shelters were absolutely disgusting. Like, you don't understand the people that you have to live with. Like, there was this 80-year-old man who would literally on the floor because he couldn't make it to the bathroom. This cold fusion news is exciting. Humanity with unlimited cheap energy? What could go wrong? I carry a bat. Uh, Wasp spray is a wonderful thing. Bankman was buying up hard assets, land, properties. He wasn't giving anything to anybody. You can't really blame the cubicle hamsters that are supposedly doing background checks because I'm sure they're told by their higher-ups to just let them go through because they're desperate for police officers. It could be true. My brother had just moved to Tennessee, picked up his family, moved. He's a captain for L.A. City Fire Department. He's just had it with the homelessness, the crime, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss my brother. I mean, heck, I might be moving out to Tennessee myself one day. Title 42 is irrelevant. Just put the... To the, the, the Marines right there and the Army and just have everybody posted up, lined up. Now what? You know what I mean? I'm sorry, John and Ken, but don't you think that they want this to happen? They want all these people. And there's got to yeah, be we, 80 really million here illegally. That they're lying to us about that. A lot of those RVs are broken down. I want to miss you a very Merry Christmas. You brought me so much joy in 2022. I'm elderly. You make me laugh so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for leaving your message. Well, is that a nice final call to have? An elderly person wishing us a Merry Christmas because we bring them so much laughter. Isn't that great? Conway, don't you think that's a great way to end the Moist Line for the year? You know what? I I love the Moist Line. I've been a big fan uh, ever since Clay. But I, I notice now, though... Is Eric here today? Yeah, Eric's here. I'm here. Okay. Uh, I've noticed that that Eric is a little lighter on you guys than Clay was. Clay, yeah, I, Clay, I like that. Yeah, I do too. Clay <laughs> oh, you to, do? Clay, I thought you wanted to hear the no, uh, people that hate us. No, Clay put in all the nasty, nasty-ass stuff. Oh, he stuff. did. That was his way of digging at us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I should have kicked him to the curb. Man, I knew when you had a new board out because uh, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you're the best. I uh, listened for 22 oh, years. Oh, my philosophy with Clay was he used to just sit there and go, I'll put them in their place with these moist line calls every Friday. <laughs> And play only the ranting, raving haters. <laughs> it was great, though. I mean, that's a. I don't know how old the Moist Line is, and when is the anniversary? Do you know? You know, I was trying to think of that one day, and I cannot tell you. It's at least ten years, maybe. 15. It's got to be. Yeah, it's the I highlight. Mean, we came of- back to KFI in twenty. We came back in two thousand one, but it came after that, so it's probably about fifteen years. How long were you uh, uh, gone from KFI? Two years? Nah, year almost, and a half. Year and a half. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we got uh, Alex Michelson coming on tonight. And God Jay only, Leno. Yeah, God only knows why. Uh, Mo Kelly's coming on. And uh, Jay Leno. And Jay Leno, of course. We'll <laughs> ask him a lot of uh, the crap we asked him on Tuesday. And then Starbucks, 
They're trying to get, uh, get 100 stores to uh, unionize. So uh, I, I might be out there uh, picketing. Uh, You're going to help out, huh? You know what? I have I could see the... you as a barista. Oh, yeah, 100%. You're cheery. You yes. know, you can read those names off the cups. That's exactly right. Uh, I'd love to be one of those chaps. But I, I have noticed that, you know, uh, I used to go to Starbucks like almost every day, and then I stopped, and I, and I was jonesing. I was like shaking, and, and, and I think you can get addicted to Starbucks. Yes. You know, and it's not just coffee. It's Starbucks. I don't know what, what it is about. The it. actual store, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. It draws um, you in. But, uh, and, and, you know, uh, the United States is one of the fattest countries in the world. When my mom and your mom and your dad were growing up, they had a cup of coffee a day, maybe two or three. But now we have two or three milkshakes a day with these frappuccinos. Yes. And, and right. we're wondering all that stuff they put in there. Yeah. And wondering, cream. God almighty, why are we so big? You know, <laughs> huge. Um, but uh, not you. You're always been a skinny guy, haven't you? I've, uh, my nickname in high school was uh, Bones. I've always been very skinny. <laughs> and you know what? That's a that's a one way street, though, because people always say, "Wow, you're really uh, losing weight. Are you okay?" But I could never say, "God, man, you're really packing them on. Are you okay?" Well, you, you can't t- say that to people. Yeah, you can't. I used to write you off to, well, he's a smoker, but you stopped smoking. <laughs> and you're still thin. Yeah. I know. But my my doctor gave me some good news. He said, you can still be really thin and really unhealthy. So that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly true. That's yeah. what my doctor told me, too. Right. But you've never Your been. Your pretty normal, but you got to watch it. Man. But you've never been fat, right? You've been like 220, 230? Not that high. I did hit 200, and that's when I said that's enough. I, I hit 218. Oh, you did? Yeah. I had nothing. But, are you six feet? Yeah, six, a little over six feet. But yeah. I was at 218. I had nothing but guacamole and beer for about two years. <laughs> And man, did I load up! Yeah, but those are the good old days. It was tough on the knees, though. You know, when you get it that is, uh, that big, you get that heavy. All, All right, right. Uh, ding and, dog. And have a Merry Christmas, man. If we don't yeah. uh, speak to you, there's Clay. Clay's uh, sticking his head in, going, "Hey, I had the best uh, moist line, better the than grumbly face." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there he is. Right, Conway coming up next. All right, ding dong with you. Uh, KFIA of six forty at uh, Coast HD uh, two, Los Angeles, Orange County. It's the John and Ken Show, and uh, we'll see you again on Monday. KFIA of six forty. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.